You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin and Tatiana Keen Jones. For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash forallnerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. And what's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of the For All Nerds Show. The voice of the Urban Geek, the podcast where we discuss geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And as always, sitting in the captain's chair, it's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. the anti-trife equation. Hmm. The Beverly Trillbilly. Mm. Toss a coin to your ninja. Yeah. Here on the spaceship. And as always, I'm joined by Tatiana King, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Ned Slanders, also known as Lambo Calrissian, and the Ting of the North. Word up. And what are we here today to discuss? We're getting right into it, y'all. Guess what we got a hold of? Do the Birdman hand rub. Yeah. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, ladies and gentlemen, we got it. We seen it with a T. We seen it. And we have some things to talk about. Now, to be very clear, when you hear this, probably this is going to be before Friday when you hear this, you're not going to have a chance to have seen it. It's not public. So we're not going to give you any spoilers, okay? But we want to give y'all our overall impressions about what we did see, we again, we're going to be very careful not to reveal specific names or stuff that would spoil it for you, but we will give you our overall take on what we thought about episode one of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier now playing on Disney+. Plus. Or we'll be playing Friday. Or, or we'll be playing. Because yeah. if you see this on Thursday, <laughs> it ain't playing yet. Not yet. But we've seen it. What did you think? I I liked it. Okay. I would say that it's for the people who were, at least in the beginning, weirded out by WandaVision because it was a different approach. Mm-hmm. They thought, it, at least the first couple episodes, they thought maybe it's too slow and all that stuff. This is the exact opposite, at least in the beginning. It's not slow whatsoever, <laughs> at least in episode one. It is action-oriented, to say the least. To say the least. Um, I loved it. I thought the first episode... People who had seen it before me were like, yo, it's some of the best action Marvel's ever done. And I was like, yo, Marvel's done a lot of really dope action. So I don't know, Yeah, fam. I was like, I, I still think they were maybe doing a little bit too much. But it is, in terms of caliber, it is still high caliber. Yes. I, I, th- I think they were... I think they were reaching to say the best Marvel has ever done. Yeah. I, I don't agree to that. But it is it good? Absolutely. Is it, uh, as I said, quality? Yes. You're going to definitely see... Um, I mean, the title character, the Falcon, you're going to see a lot of action from him. Yes. And some from Winter Soldier in the very first episode. You get both of them. You get uh, some, not really, I would say, that's the thing. Okay. And we talked about this on our other show, Views from the 616, where mm-hmm. when we discuss WandaVision in depth, and we will, of course, do that 
with Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming up every Monday. You'll be able to catch that as well. Our in-depth breakdown of all the themes, etc., all mm-hmm. that good stuff. But that is one thing that I was actually really excited and happy about, y'all, was like, it wasn't nearly as many Easter eggs. And I said that no. on the first episode of WandaVision. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So many, so, Easter many Easter eggs. so many Easter eggs. So many Easter eggs. Where's yeah. the story? Now, I think Ben I mean, may have seen it twice or, or maybe one and a half times yeah. by now. But I, I and I didn't I didn't use my usual do my usual frame per frame type of no, I didn't even searching. But even even without all that, to Ben I mean's point, I can tell that there wasn't as many. Like it just wasn't jam-packed where every scene had some callback. So mm-hmm. I don't think you're gonna be necessarily at least episode one, you're not gonna necessarily be looking with a a fine tooth comb. You're not going to be combing the the desert, as they say in spaceballs. But um, mm-hmm. you you will. It's good visuals. It's definitely good visuals. It's on mm. par uh, with with. I mean, I mean, I don't know what are they, are they using red 8K cameras at this point at Disney. Like it's on par with um, just the visuals that you saw in WandaVision. Like it, it it's it's right below cinema quality. So. As far as that's concerned, you're good. It's it's not in black and white or anything like that. <laughs> it's in color. <laughs> um, the, I'd say it's right up there, cinema quality. It's it's probably, if not, okay, let's say that. It, it, yeah, it's, I'd say it's, it's cinema quality. I just think we're seeing it on our little screens because, Maybe. like I say, that opening action sequence is yeah. something else, folks. Like, yeah. I've, I've, I had to, you know, I watched the whole episode about one and a half times, maybe. I was falling asleep, you know, it was late night, but... <laughs> I definitely rewound that action several times because I was quite impressed. And I'm going to watch it again when we finish this. Well, like I say, I don't want to say that, you know, Cape and say is the best ever for Marvel. But I will say, like, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I mean, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, which to me is some of the best action Marvel's ever done. This is tearing on that. The the elevator scene is the pinnacle or if not the pinnacle top three see my favorite isn't even the elevator scene even though that's incredible my favorite is the street scene between uh bucky and cap when when, when winter soldier flips the knife dog my that's a big one that's big chills every time my man flips the knife and comes in with the reverse stab like yeah well the 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 action sequence i mean there are several but the action sequence the main one in in falcon and the winter soldier is is top uh I'll give it top five. How about that? Yeah, top five. Top five. And, top five. And like the, you know, cinematography, effects, all that, you know, you're getting. I mean, once again, I got to say, you know, we've been hard on Anthony Mackie a lot of times <laughs> on Fall Nerds, you know what I mean? But Who, me? Me? As, as, as time has grown, we've also said that he has been killing it as Falcon. And he is continuing to kill it. As Falcon, let me say that because my man is putting in the work in this show. I'm loving him. Sebastian Stan, of course, is the Winter Soldier. Fantastic. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, the gra- I wanted to make a point about that. Uh, special effects, great. Yes. Sound design, great. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, there's no missteps there whatsoever. Uh, dialogue, generally great. Generally. I know- I know there's a couple of points that Ben I mean wasn't too happy about. I mean, that's something we could talk about. I mean, that's not really spoilerish, but I'll say this. this We're not going to say what they said, but the sentiment. Is this the blackest MCU thing <laughs> that I've seen so far? I I really hope not, because that, it, that would be questionable. But And, and I, when we say that, we mean some of the things Falcon says. Um, yes. 
it's just it's just a a little bit different, or as Benami is trying to imply, more black than you've seen him. But also, I yes. would argue he's has scenes in the movies and shit like that. But you don't really focus on him. He's never been like a true focus. This is a show where you're focusing on him as a character. So perhaps this side of him has always been there. We just never got to see it expressed. How much has Falcon been code switching throughout these films? If he's like me every fucking day. <laughs> That's my question right now. Because if you work in corporate every fucking day. So well, well, it seems like whenever Falcon is around the Avengers, he's working in corporate. Because Ooh. this is definitely a different Falcon than yeah, what yeah. we've seen. But before. but but Ben, I mean, you also are gassing it a bit because don't make it like he in there talking jive or some <laughs> shit like that. Like he, he didn't come in there like What's super up, fly or some G? shit. Like, no, 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 no. It's not like, like don't let Ben I mean gas y'all. Like it's it's fucked up like no it's not like that it's just a couple of a couple it's just the (laughs) the sentiment on a couple of the things he says it it was a little bit like oh i didn't know falcon talks like that but that also the situation regular that he gets himself into in this episode are some of the more blacker situations (laughs) what are you talking about what do you mean you know exactly (laughs) what i'm talking Uh, about okay anyway I, I will say that you will get a deeper dive into who Falcon... I mean, that's all, also the point, right? You're going to get a deeper dive into who Falcon is as a person. You get to see more of his... What is assumed to be his real personality mm-hmm. because he's not at corporate. He's not at Avengers HQ. So you you get to see more. And maybe this is the real him. But uh, but yeah, as we said, dialogue-wise, everything's pretty much on the level. Um, everybody looks good characterization-wise. And... I, I just think this will be another show. This is going to be another successful show that um, is going to continue down the path of, hopefully, of, of how WandaVision was received. It was well-received. And, and again, it's still early because this is just the first episode. But right now, they definitely put the best foot forward. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this is received. Because like you were talking about earlier, how WandaVision, a lot of people at first were like, this is way too slow. And then it turned into this massive cult where everyone on Twitter every Friday morning is like, yo, yeah. what's this? What's this? What's this? Da, 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 da. So I think, this, like I say, this is different because there's not, and even um, Malcolm Spellman, the showrunner of the show, has already said this is a different show than WandaVision. It's a like, different show, as it should be, right? Yes, as it should be. All their yeah. cards are more on the table on this show or open up, you know, or, or face mm-hmm. up. Like, they're not playing the mystery game on this show. Most of it is pretty much known. It's more about... You know, just like basic good storytelling. Like, why are these characters doing what they're doing right now? So, I want to see how it catches on. I think this first episode, because of the action and everything moving, and because people love Mackie and Sebastian, I think that, you know, that's trying to get them right away. Mm -hmm. But I think it's going to hit different, especially coming off the emotions of WandaVision and that finale and how everybody was, oh my God, you know, one way or the other. Yeah, Yeah, like, you're you're not going to be, like crying in tears and shit like that like this is more back to basics traditional just in terms of the vibe like when mm-hmm. you go to the marvel movie like it, it may be it, you know something something it might be a brief some brief dialogue and then action and then sustained action for quite a while and then some exposition and so on and so forth but i would say i still felt i still felt generally it was still balanced like i don't think there was too much talking or too much sitting around and, and waiting so uh, it's not necessarily going to be the episode where you fall asleep on it either. Like with the exception of Ben Amin, who is probably high uh, and tired, but <laughs> like, he fell asleep. 
I know. Um, it was like three in the morning. And it was three in the morning, right? But but no, like I, I I don't I don't think this is that type of situation where you're just like, oh, this, you know, oh, this is a slog or something like that. Like, no, I think you're going oh, to no. be thrown in it. <laughs> Literally, you're gonna be thrown in it right away. Yes. You um you are going to get some surprises fairly early, just in terms of who shows up mm-hmm. in this show. I could not believe Mephisto showed up. <laughs> Fam, like the devil. Finally, right? Like the devil and the black man, they really waited for the devil to have a talk, that talk with the black man. I just was oh not expecting God. it. Like, insane. Yeah. That's and a then joke, Reed just, 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 <laughs> Right just after that? Well, before someone comes, jumps down our throats, it's a joke. Like, what? Yo, yeah. who would have thought, dog? You yeah. know, Reed Richards and Mephisto. They were like, nah, WandaVision ain't big enough for this. Yeah, yeah. But, um... No, I, again, I, I, and and also the things that we will tell you is that we speak about now is also public knowledge. And by public knowledge is available on the internet. It's right there. Like, um, also anything you see that comes from directly from Disney Marvel, always choose eat or or consume with a grain of salt because they lie. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I got to tell y'all, but they lie. They lie to your face. They play in your face. So the things you like, we even look at IMDb and try to make inferences and and guesstimates, but. Even that shit might change tomorrow. Uh, so, you know, we, we've looked on that IMDb page for the entire series. We've seen some things that jumped out, out of us that may or may not be integrated into the story. Um, you, you didn't mention one person as a, as a resident of a very special place that pops up in this IMDb page. Yes, on the IMDb page, there's a character named a Latvian fan, which we assume to be Latveria. The home of Doctor Doom. Yeah. Now, how does this all connect? Who knows? If it even really is true, who knows? If it even really is true. But this is the types of things we do. And and and, and the also reason why I wanted to bring it up is to, especially for the new people who are watching now, is just to see some of the links that we go to. Like, when we do our research, when we are doing, when we're sniffing around our internet ninja skills, like, we... We are really looking at a lot of different sources as well as using our own personal understanding and knowledge to come up with with educated uh, approaches or even educated guesses at some point. So that's also why like we're not mad when our guesses aren't quite completely right, even though we've, we're, we probably have like a 98 percent, you know, accuracy rate. But <laughs> I, OK, 97, 97, 90, okay. 90. Let's no, not, no, yeah. no, no, you're not shortchanging than me. I'm taking the 97. But uh <laughs> But 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 yeah, like you know, the, we we pay attention to like little clues and things like that because you know, it it, it, it at the end of the day, it, it, it tends to matter. So um, and we do this so you don't have to. We want to teach you, let you know about this series and about about everything happening on Disney Plus. We want you to see how the story is evolving, and also help you like also get in on the fun because this is fun for us. This is this should be fun for you as well to really learn about how these stories, how the MCU is developing over time. And it, as it comes for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think that they are on a great path. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, like we said, we mentioned the Latvian, which might be Latveria. We might. I, I highly doubt Dr. Doom is just going to walk up on this show out of nowhere. <laughs> like, why you know? He? Yeah, but I think we might get a mention of it just like, you know, we, so we know that Latveria is out there. Another yeah. one is Tevin Fahey has been teasing that they have a location now, see, he might be teasing Latvia right here, but basically he says he's teasing, he was teasing a location that they didn't have back until that deal was made. Like they couldn't use oh, until like a the comic deal. book location? Oh, or yes. A, or, now, oh, okay. now, okay, now it could be Latvia, but the other one that it could be, and people have sussed this out, this is also public knowledge from the trailer, 
uh, that Madripoor might be involved on this show. And Madripoor is a southeastern island that a lot of people know through the X-Men because Wolverine stays up in there. But it's also a southeastern island in the Marvel comics that is filled with like criminals and gangsters and, you know, ne'er-do-wells and all that type of stuff. So we're probably going to see one of the two. And out of Latveria and Madripoor, I'd probably go with Madripoor. <laughs> Because, you know, yeah. like, Dr. Doom don't need to show up. If, if Latveria shows up, you got to have Dr. Doom. So, yeah, you know, yeah, out of the yeah. two. And you don't need Wolverine to show up. And and look, Wolverine ain't showing up. I can put money on that one. <sighs> oh, well. But I'm happy to see <laughs> Sebastian Stan, that broken white boy. He's looking pretty fine in you this. You saw the Wakandan arm. He still got the Wakandan black and gold arm, too. Okay, I hope that wasn't a spoiler. But I mean, he still got the Wakandan arm. What? It, it did, he didn't lose it in the last movie. Like, Jesus. I hope y'all saw that. I mean, at this point, I hope y'all saw that movie. <laughs> it's not like I'm like, oh, wait, he lost an arm and got a new one. No, man, it's the same arm he had in the last movie. Okay, okay. I was just happy well, to see the arm again. Why you bring it up? Why you bring it up? Because I was happy heart. to see it. <laughs> It had me hype. <laughs> yeah, his arm is still there. All right. Yay! Like... <sighs> okay. Um. All right. I think yeah. I think that's it. You know, for before we give y'all any spoilers, you know, this we go we gonna wrap this up. We'll be back for those who are new to this right now. Make sure you are following us on all the social media platforms. That's at for all nerds as well as at. Views from 616. That's views from the 616, our Marvel MCU specific podcast, which you can check every Monday. Yes. Where we will go deep, and I mean deep, into every episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And if you're new to this and not true to this, which you should be, make sure you check out on our YouTube where you can find all the reviews of WandaVision every episode deep dives like you ain't hearing or seeing nowhere else on these internets and we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with more of the show hi i'm professor brandon obunu a scientist who studies genetics and epidemics and when i'm not doing long division i'm listening to for all nerds hey yo this is danny lore and this is vida ayala and we are twin speaks and when we are not writing Ironheart or James Bond, we are listening to For All Nerds. Hi, my name is Genevieve King, and I play Jackie Veda on Netflix's Lock and Key. When I'm not cooking up new recipes in my kitchen, then I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, everybody. This is Peter Ramsey. I am the director of Rise of the Guardians and one of the directors of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And I like to listen to For All Nerds with Tatiana and the great Benjamin. Hey, this is Hiro Karangawa, actor and playwright. And you are listening to For All Nerds all the way. Hi, this is Lexi Alexander, and I'm a filmmaker and a writer. And when I'm not playing with my vintage toys and feeding myself and my dog, then I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, what's up? This is Otto Asado, and when I'm not on television and movie sets, I am listening to For All Nerds.
And what's up, y'all? And welcome back to this episode of For All Nerds. Once again, for everybody new who's here from our Falcon and Winter Soldier coverage, thank you. Stick around. Much more. We talking all that geek stuff from the perspective of people of color. You know what I mean? And if you are new here, make sure you are following on all social platforms at For All Nerds. Wherever you listen to great, wonderful podcasts, mm-hmm. hit follow, hit subscribe. That's Spotify, that's iTunes. But uh, it don't matter. Podcast or <laughs> I don't Podcasts know. Podcast or radios, you know, whatever it is. Podcasts I don't know. We are on us. there. Podcasts are us. Most importantly, though, make sure you are following us on that twitch.tv yeah. slash for all nerds. Yeah. Where every Monday and every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern time, you can find us podcasting, talking, all that good stuff. All in the video. All dancing. in the video. Dancing. <laughs> I will never. <laughs> to the day I die, I will quote that. Okay. I mean, like, you know, you can say whatever you want to say about Sure Night, but that man gave you some, <laughs> gave you some memorable. Memes. Yeah, he gave <laughs> you some he quotes. You, he gave you some memes. For he gave memes. you some quotes, boy. Oh, he, said, he said, it was, it, it was right there on the paper. My man gave up his publishing for a chain. It was in the contract. <laughs> Not that voice, though. <laughs> what are you doing? That's my sugar. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was in the contract. Oh. I'm, no- I'm noticing a black exploitation pattern with you this episode. It's just it's coming out. <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> what the well, yes, folks, this is what we do on For All Nerds on our Twitch.tv slash For All Nerds, where you can find us. You can also find me DJing. One of these days, you'll find Tatiana on there gaming all, all in the, the video, video. Yes, dancing. Yes. You know, we, we going to make it happen. Honestly, the, the holdup is a couple of things. The holdup okay. is, is really time. But, yep. but the other holdup is is me being a perfectionist and me saying, oh, shit, you I have to look that. a certain way. I know. And like, oh, should I be on camera? Should I not? Oh, someone's going to look. I know the fact that I, 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 I got to listen to my own advice, right? Just start. Yep. Just start and, and, and make make updates, make iterative updates. You know, oh, well, that, that could look better if I move something to the left or if I do this and do that. So I mean, you can be I like me. Go. You know, when I started on my DJ stream, it looked like a damn karate movie. Like, <laughs> I'd, I'd say one thing, and then five minutes later, the sound won't come out. Now, you know, I got two cameras, everything looking pretty smooth as far yeah. as I can tell. I still can't watch it on my own stream because then my joints start crashing. Yeah. But, you know, y'all can watch it, and it looks and, good. And also, I'm a little, I, and I know I, I'm, I'm going to get over it, but I'm also a little bit nervous as a as a, a female gamer, and especially as a black female gamer. Like, hmm like even playing online, like I I avoid team shit or shit when I gotta talk because you know there's, there's still the you know little boys that oh you n word this and da 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 like you know what yeah. I'm saying so yeah that's gonna happen regardless that's what what that's what um mod bots are for I get it um mm-hmm. yeah I, I just don't that, that idea of someone side seat gaming with me like that pisses me off like don't unless I ask for help don't fucking do that unless you we're, we're joking around and playing games like go to the left do that go do that do that like don't fucking do that bro I I hate that shit. I hate oh, shit. But anyway, I'll, I'll, but anyway, long story short, <laughs> Yo, yeah. the point the point is, what Ben I mean says, I'll be all in the video dancing on Twitch playing games. I will. Yeah, because right now you got the roller debts of excuses right now. So we got yeah. to get through that. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash for all nerds where you can catch us. You can see us. 
podcasting, gaming, DJing, all of the above. Thank y'all so much. Make sure you're following us on YouTube as well. If you miss our weekly shows on Twitch, you can always catch them right there on YouTube. So we everywhere. You know, if you're new here, this is what we do. Thank you for joining us. As Ben Amin tells me, there is no excuse mm-hmm. why you should not be listening and or watching us. Word up. And, you know, if you are new here, you might not know how we do this. Or actually, you know, before we before get into we that get segment. Yeah, yeah, we do need to make this There's something statement. important to say. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, we, we've we already made a, a, a post on our social uh, accounts, but we just want to make sure we say this on this show because it's an incredibly important. Stop Asian hate. Okay? Stop AAPI hate. We... I'm not going to say that this is new. This has been happening for since the inception of America, really. Yeah. It's obviously with my own people, it's it's beyond difficult to watch. It's also beyond difficult to see it with my Asian brothers and sisters. Like, I don't have the words for how fucked up this shit is. Just like how I don't have the words for how fucked up when it happens in my own community. And it, and it also just hits me. Also on a personal level, because one of my one of my younger brothers is is also Chinese, so he's Chinese and black, so he gets it both ways. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I just, I mean, we hope you know and understand, but we also just want to make it very clear about where we stand, and who we stand with, and who we and what we stand for, and what we stand against. And we absolutely stand against this unhinged hate. These were hate crimes that happened, regardless of what anyone will tell you or try to imply otherwise. And I'm not with that shit at all. So I just wanted to make that very abundantly clear of, 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 of how I feel. Um, I know Benami has similar sentiments. Perhaps he has his own words to share, but I just wanted to make that clear. So um, we support you. We love you. Um, condolences and deepest sympathies for all the family and people who, who lost their lives, who were murdered. It wasn't a bad day. This was intentional and targeted. So, um, again, stop Asian hate. Stop AAPI hate. Um, and if you can, um, we definitely, um, and we've put it up on our socials, we'll definitely mention it. But um, there's a GoFundMe that I believe is is GoFundMe slash stop, A- stop AAPI hate, or may even say stop Asian hate. But um, we'll give you this precise URL on our social media accounts at 4 Nerds. And if you can, please donate because that money goes to several different um, uh, organizations across America that target and assist uh, the, uh, different members of the Asian community. And also, I would definitely encourage you to, especially in your own community, look for organizations and groups that help um, underprivileged Asian women because these were th- these were the targets mm-hmm. of of these of uh, of these killings. And um, you know, I just want to make sure that you know, obviously we talk, we talk, but also make sure we're making action as well. Yeah, um, I've seen a lot of people say, you know, the whole stop Asian hate today, and I I've definitely fully agree with that. But I also just want to say that it's really about stopping white people, you know, and like really just <laughs> white supremacy. No, no, let me, let me no, no, people. don't don't put words in my mouth. Let me say white, and I don't because one, I stopped using the phrase white supremacy. My man put oh, me okay. on this because uh, the white supremacy idea, saying that this toxic whiteness is what i like to refer to it toxic as now. whiteness i like that because yeah. saying that it's a supreme thought is even you know misleading and words mean things 
This and this facts. is not a supreme ideal. This is you facts. know the ideal that white people are above the rest of you know humanity is not something that's supreme. There's nothing good about it, and this is the what happens. Like especially in America and pretty much worldwide though, but America just likes to take turns with its minorities. You know, it's like everyone is going to feel the fo- the full effect of whiteness at some point. And the problem is when they're not feeling it, a lot of minorities like to be like, oh, we're not that, you know, and it's not us. And, you know, we don't realize that. But that's how America wants you to think. I always talk about this. Like America always wants you separated. America always wants you to be like, I'm black. They're Asian. What happens to them ain't what's happening to me. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what America wants you to think. But like I say, all it is about, you know, many cultures on this planet, but only one culture freed were the Nas. You know what I mean? Only one culture is constantly attacking, you know, is constantly trying to subjugate the rest of humanity. So when I say stop Asian hate, of course, but mm-hmm. fuck that. Check your white friends. Mm. White people, check your family. Mm. You know what I mean? It is mm-hmm. not up to us to fix y'all mistakes and y'all problems. And y'all fucking know the family members who are like this. Just like we know. You know, the family members who ain't a little right, and we check them in our own communities. You know what I mean? But it ain't us doing this, folks. You know, we don't fucking get up and go out and get guns and murder eight people today talking about they wanted to stop their own, you know, make sure that they didn't have somewhere to express their sexual urges. Like, what type of bullshit nonsense is that, nigga? Like, you gonna go out and kill every porn maker in the world? You know what? 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 No, stop it. It's your fault. Check yourself. Yeah. You know, and last thing I'm going to say on this, like, because lately, especially on, I've been taking, like, as much a break from social media as I can, y'all. I know it's part of this show, having to do it, having to be on there, having to promote myself as a DJ, whatever. But I've just been taking such a break from it, and it's helped me so much because I was watching this dude on Bill Maher. I don't even fuck with Bill Maher anymore, but I was watching him the other night, and this white dude was on there. I don't know his name, but he was dropping so much science after science. And my man would just talk about how, you know, he's like, Twitter and Facebook are just designed to make you angry. You know, Instagram is designed to make you feel worse about yourself. You know, and I'm sitting here, listening to this man, and I just deleted everything off my phone like a couple of days ago. And so I'm listening. I'm like, damn, yo, he's so right. And so I've really been staying off it because I've just been seeing so much anger and so much division. You know, and so much everyone just always mad and always, oh, you know, F you and F that, you know, and da 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 But something that really just bothers me is how people are so lackadaisical in their anger towards women. Mm-hmm. And we see this mm-hmm. shit so much and people be like, oh, this is just jokes. This is just entertainment. Oh, why are you so serious on social media, Ben? Why you want to? And I'm like, and them motherfuckers getting shot. You know what I mean? You don't see, you don't see, you know, women don't pick up guns and go out and murder eight men. You know, this just doesn't happen. It should, you know, but it doesn't happen. But this is standard issue, folks, you know? Yeah. Like, this is not the first, this is not the last. Men, you know? (laughs) It ain't about being men or trash, man. It's just like, it's like, just, oh my, I don't know what it is anymore, man. It's like, God damn, y'all. Yeah, yeah. So Get I, 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 I like, but I do, and thank you for the context and the additional clarity. I, I do appreciate it's the focus. Like, yeah, we want to, we agree with and saying stop agent hate, but it's also, what's the real focus, right? Yeah. 
So but that shit is silly. Like, um, you know, like I saw people immediately mad today where, you know, I hopped on Twitter real quick and people are like, yo, don't post no yellow square, you know? But I was mad when people were posting a black square. Yeah, we got, were too. I got into it with a director of a film that I liked, that I thought was a great film that I've talked about on the show before. I will never mention it again because they posted something on there. They posted a black square and I was like, yo, this is just really messing up the feed. It's really not contributing anything. Yeah, Could I didn't. Please take I didn't down? engage in that because it didn't make any sense. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's the thing. No one was paying attention to what it meant. Yeah, and of course, I'm coming to somebody on their personal thing, and but I didn't come at them crazy. I just asked them a question, you know, please, should you do this? And I was like, yo, this is why it's just doing nothing. And they were like, nah, in a real, you know, smart-ass manner. And I'm like, they're not us. So to them, it's not affecting, you know, and they feel like their little performative stunt is really doing something. But yeah. after that, I realized who that person was and never mentioned them again on the show ever again or, you know, whatever. It just right. moves on. I learned. Yeah. But yeah, all that performative bullshit, nah. Not Every about fucking that. day, abolish whites. You know, I almost said it. Abolish toxic whiteness. Yes. Every fucking day. Shut this shit down. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing at your stop it. Just stop it. Yeah. Stop it, Wanda. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. You knew you were in control the whole time. Just because you're in fucking <laughs> denial about it, white people, doesn't mean it's not happening. So that all show of them are Wanda. was saying a lot of things that people didn't want to accept. So everybody's Wanda now. <laughs> a lot of white people are Wanda and they don't realize it. Ooh. Mm. That mm. is another episode. <laughs> but in the meantime, we have to continue with our episode here because yes. it's time for our favorite segment, The Guac is Extra. <laughs> the Geekly Ask Questions. Where we ask you, our listeners, to ask us anything in within the realm of geekdom, pop, culture, maybe naming your kids. Who knows? We, we ask a whole bunch of questions. And right now, I'm actually in Ben Amin's role. He usually announces this segment and stuff. But I'm just I, too in shock at what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> so I, was, I think he was still marinated on that. So I, I, I just wanted to bring like, it in. Like, I just blew my own mind. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, they are all Wanda. <laughs> uh, if, if you are purchased- on denial and they've got power that they don't understand. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, if you have questions for us, uh, you can hit us up on the interwebs. Contact at 4OLNerds.com or on our socials at 4OLNerds. But let's talk about the, the two questions we have today. The first comes from... I thought we had three, but okay. Uh, um, the the second was a double of the first. Okay. So the first one comes from J Shep A three one. They write, "What's a game that you couldn't or didn't beat as a youth? Excuse me, beat as a youth. Um, that isn't Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for NES. Fuck that game. But you've gone back to and completed as an adult. Hmm." This is hey, this is gonna be a flex, but I've never not beat a game, my brother. Wow, what a flex! Now, does that mean I've spent a long time on it? Perhaps, but I've never not beat a game. I'm a completionist, so I'm. I mean, if you say, have you ever gotten all the the Koroxes in 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 Zelda? No, <laughs> no, I, I don't. I no, I've largely given up on that on that uh endeavor but as far as like just beating the main shit like whether it takes hours or months like nah i just stick with it um have you played cuphead 
No, I actually have it. I have it. I have it. <laughs> I haven't even played it. Now, if you want to say F that game. I, oh, you did? No, <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I know it's, it's absolutely ridi- I know it's ridiculous. F that game. Yeah, the, the difficulty <laughs> level's a little bit much, but um, Shit, I, I haven't even gone back to Hades yet. So is like, that your game? I mean, I won't say as a youth. But is Cuphead your game? No, like as a youth, I would say pretty much 90% of games I did not finish. A word? Yeah, because like, okay, we're talking NES. You know, we're talking like, one, I'm renting. You know, like y'all don't understand the the rental struggle. Like when you would rent a game and have to take that shit back after the weekend. So that struggle was real, you know. And like, no, I didn't beat half of them games. That TMNT game he's talking about was impossible. Forget that. I mean, Um, I would say for me, like N64 on up. And I'm just trying. Yeah, in sixty four and up. Okay, like, like Goldeneye. That was a, like, man, we put in work until we beat. But that's that like game. a party game, right? Too, but yeah, you know, so. but the the actual uh, campaign gets mad tough towards the end. The campaign okay. is super tough, so we put in work. Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden Black. I man, I put in work to whoop that game. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. I guess in a way, like, and and also just in case there's some. You know, funny motherfuckers out there that's like, oh, she's probably playing corny games. No, motherfucker. I'm playing all sorts no, of games. No, she was I'm playing nice. platformers, arcades, yeah. I'm, I'm fighting games, all that stuff. Um, Maybe I didn't clear all the characters in Tekken. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, that's the other thing. Like, back then, especially, like, games were impossible because they were, like, usually <laughs> arcade ports. And so they weren't meant for you to beat. You know, it's not this thing now where you complete games, you know, in 100% games. And, like, even, like, Street Fighter is back then, you know, as a kid. I beat Street Fighter, but I wouldn't think of Street Fighter as some, like, you know, impossible thing or anything. So, I don't know. that. Yeah. And anything that was impossible, I gave up, and I never went back. F that game. So, yeah, I, I don't really have many of those. Yeah. yeah. I would, and I, like I said, I would have to really, like, if I did, if there is ever was a game that falls in that category, I buried it deep in my yeah. psyche. As um, an adult, I've got a few. Like, Cuphead, F that game. I just... <laughs> Me but and Melo Marker, yo, we, we, we tried. You. We tried. I don't know if he ever even finished it on his own. You know what game is hard as fuck and has no goddamn reason being that hard? This cooking game. What the fuck is it called? It's cooking in, like, you cooking in this kitchen and the controls are so fucking, oh my God, why am I losing it? Overcooked. Mm. Overcooked. Why is that game so difficult? It don't need, mean, it don't need to be. It's, it's time management and particularly when you play with other people's, it just don't. This, if y'all don't believe me, look at YouTube and look at the thousands of overcooked videos of people just losing it because they can't beat the motherfucking level. See, my struggle now is that I just am so addicted to only Overwatch that it's like other games will take little time, like Hades. Like I beat the first boss and then I was like, ah, I like this game, but is it as fun as playing Overwatch? Yeah. No. So I haven't gone back to finish that, you know? Uh-huh. And I want to, I liked it, but it's just. It ain't Overwatch, man. That addiction. Right. Yeah. And Ben, I mean, you were right. There were the, the, yes. there was three questions. The, the first one was duplicated, but I see as I scroll down this one. Yep, so. I fixed it up. Yep. Thank you. All Next right, so th- that's our responses. So the next one comes from I'm Just At Work. They write, there's a couple of videos out there of an MF Doom video game that is heavily inspired by the Game Boy Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. My question is, if you could make a video game for a music artist, who would it be and why? What video game would you take inspiration from? Mm. Any rapper. I mean, that's too easy. You know, like, I don't know. That's, I could do a million of these. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I like. I, I mean, I feel like, don't he already got one coming out, Travis Scott? He already got one, yeah. I, I mean, he I mean, appears I, and stuff, but his own shit. Yeah. I'd want more old school, obviously. I'd want some public enemy, but then I'd want some new shit, too. I'd want Drake on a dating game. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, on a dating sim, Drake Hell in a yeah. dating sim. <gasps> yep. That's gold. Yeah, That's actually I, I, a money idea. Yeah. Yeah, I want Drake on a dating game. Like that uh one no. with the with the gay dads. The dating sim. Yeah, like I want him. In, that's the game I would take inspiration from. The one with the gay dads, where you could choose your gay. Uh, I thought I never you played it, but I thought your, which dad is yours? What you mean? No, they were like it was like dating, like these like I thought there was. I thought that was about like they were like gay dads or something. It was like this game. It popped off last year for a quick second, you know, or maybe like two years ago. I'm not sure, I but mean, it was all, like all of those games. They just they keep interchanging the couples, right? Like it's like kind of the same style of games, like that mm-hmm. simulation type shit. Yeah, but oh, that yeah. shit was like that one popped, and you know, I I was like, yo, these some sexy ass dads on this game. They were se- <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, like, kind of sexy. I'm like, I, I get it, you know. I see, you know. Well. Okay, not my, that, you know, not my, a, not my flavor, but you know, I see how they go. Yeah, you know? that's brilliant though. That I mean, um, yeah, Drake in a dating game would be fucking. Oh yeah. my god, that's like so much money. Yeah, maybe I do like a Rico nasty like anger management, anger game. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> like, smashing like things, smashing things, like one of those smash and grab type games where it's just I, like, yeah, I do Rico nasty and like a double dragon, like a side scroller beat him up. You know Ooh, what I mean? That yeah. would work. That would work. Yeah, that would work. I like that. I yeah. love Rico, so I, I love Rico love too. Here. With her music in the background, I yeah. she smash her shit. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely do Rico in like one of them joints. Yo, that's hilarious. Those <laughs> are, yeah, so, so, I can't give away no more good IP, yo. No yeah. more, no more. But th- th- that's some that's some ideas we got. All right. Lastly, the last question comes from Wildlife and Bones. They write, "Would Uncle Joe, as in Joe Biden, Joe Biden, <laughs> as he brings the COVID to its knees?" What are some of the first things you'll be doing after lockdown ends? Uh, and here are their AKAs. AKA Mexicana Jones. AKA Tomb Raider of the Lost Arkham. Uh, AKA Dr. Afropunk. Always one of my favorites. Yeah. And AKA Adam Stranger Things. Like Adam Stranger Things. That, this person keeps using the same ones. In. But this well, Wildlife and Bones has been around for years. So yes. thank you. Thank you for your loyalty. And Dr. Um, Afropunk is one of my favorites, so that always works. Yes. Uh, what Massive the- amount of drugs. <laughs> Doesn't that already happen in across the I globe? I mean, more. No. <laughs> more drugs. Yeah. You're like, you remind me of that that uh, that meme picture where he's like, more violence. That's <laughs> yeah. more drugs. Yeah. Um, we do not condone <laughs> drugs on. We got to do the I disclaimer. Do. We don't have to control drugs on folks. Um, what are the first thing I'm going to be doing? Um, I would, I mean, it's probably not going to be a while, but I want to go to a music festival. So mm-hmm. fucking With more bad. drugs. <laughs> Press the drugs. <laughs> no, I, I, music is my world. It's yes. one of my worlds. And I love, if anyone has followed me over the last few years, you know, I generally hit up damn near all of them. What's one of the reasons why I'm always flying around everywhere? Because I'm probably at a music festival. So that's, that's what I want to do. That's yeah. what I want to really, really do. Uh, that's probably one of the first things I really want to do. Um, I've been able to, uh, thankfully, I've been able to still see, like, at least my immediate family. Um, and we've all, uh, some of us have already started to get our vaccine shots. I'm one of them. So thank me. Thank y'all. Thank you. Um, I've already got my first shot. The Moderna shot, shot girl summer. Shot girl. That's not me. Somebody on Twitter. Oh, okay. I'm about to give you all the props, man. But shot girl summer, man, for real. Yeah. So uh, I got the Moderna if anybody's um, curious is what I got. But um, I take what I could get. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm interested in. What about you, Ben? Besides drugs. Yeah, drugs are not really it. Definitely seeing my family. I've not seen my dad or I have a new uh, 
I'm a double unk now. I have a baby, baby nephew that I've Aww. never seen in person. And it's, yeah, yeah, I and this, little mug, this little mug gonna be one before I see him, and that really sucks. Yeah, that really sucks. Like, you, didn't to, you didn't get to see him in his infancy, but no, I but didn't get to cuddle good. a little baby. Yeah, I mean, it's still good, you one know, it's still good. Yeah, I'm gonna see him. I'll, I'll probably see him before one because I'm probably gonna get down there very soon. And so, um, yeah, that and then like more beaches. You know, and Ooh, but def- yeah. yeah, but I've yeah. been going to the beach anyway. Yeah, um, I've I've I made it to a beaches anyway. You know, it was outside in the summertime. It was outside. Mm-hmm. And you could you could really be away from people. Yeah, like and that, that was so. nice. Yeah, but um, yeah, and then just DJing, you're know, like, oh god, like I like I mean I've I've done big music festivals. I I don't see one like in my immediate future. You know, I never know what the world will bring me though. But I would just like to DJ a nice little party like. Even Bed Vine, like a nice club, mm. a nice bar, a nice little intimate bar where people sweating and rocking out. <laughs> oh, you like the sweat. Okay. I love that shit, y'all. Like, I love the, <laughs> I love the scream of the crowd. Like, it's just all that, you know, all these things that I miss so much. Are, like, you, are you like a boiler room type DJ? Are I don't. Them that? niggas would be boring to me most of the time. Okay. I've, I've, read, I've, I've yet, you know, no shots to them, but I've yet to see a boiler room set that rocks the way the cats. I, you know, I come from a... You know, like if you watch me online, you you get a taste of it, but it's a different thing when I'm at a club. I come from a destroy the party type of you know school of thought. You know, As you I should. come from you know like people sweating out every last bit of their energy in that motherfucker. Like that's you know I don't Herm come from this, sweat out people. Who yeah, I don't come from sit there out. like boiler room feels more like a sit and watch the DJ shit. I don't, mm. You can watch me if you want, but I ain't you know I'm worried about you watching. The, you know, Watching the, the motherfucker dance floor, in front of you, do, do yeah. The, yeah, on yeah. the dance floor, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I come from that, kill this shit, and I just, like, I miss Bed Vine, I miss that, like, I mean, it's this bar around the corner for me, we yeah, don't know yeah, Brooklyn, yeah. and it's just a yeah, dope little Vine. bar with a dope little sound system, and I just miss that feel, yo, like, I miss clubs, I miss DJing with people in front of me, yeah. it's different. That's yeah. real. All right, so that is the end of the guac, the geekly asked questions. If you mm-hmm. have questions for us in the vein of everything you've just heard, or if you have something completely outrageous or out of this world, doesn't matter, hit us up. You can email us, contact at foralnerds.com, or you can hit us up on the socials at foralnerds on the Twitters and on the IGs. And if you are on a very, well, not even a special tier, if you are just part of the Patreon, the Patreon mm-hmm. fan fam, patreon.com slash foralnerds. If you are one of our loyal and very much appreciative uh, financial members, because without you, this shit does not run the way it's supposed to be run. But we appreciate you. And if you are part of that group, you get guaranteed guac questions no matter what. Just hit us up in the Patreon. Word. Today we got a new $2 yes. member. Yes. Shout out to you. And we even love you. at the $2 level, you can ask whatever question you I'm, want. I'm trying to see if I can find their name because um, I, I want to shout you out. Because, like, honestly, don't laugh. And for those who are laughing, don't laugh. $2 makes the difference when you multiply it by X amount of people. So uh, we like that shit. So if it's $2 or 20 or whatever you want to do, we appreciate it. Uh, shout outs to Tony B, who was our two hour, excuse me, $2 patron as of seven hours ago. Thank you. Appreciate it. Nice. Thank you very much. And before we get out of here, once again, for all the new people who are here, we do a little segment on the show that we like to call Comics Icon. Yeah, that's a new one. The hand motions. I told you I did it last week. It's coming back. 
coming Earth back. exploitation now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some weird, I don't know what it is. But yeah, Comments Like Cop, where we talk about all the comments that we're copying, buying, reading, discussing online, adoring, whatever. That's comics, I-C-O-P-P-E-D. Use the hashtag, check the hashtag on all your social Yo. media, and you'll see all kind of different comics that you should be copying, that you should be talking about, that you should be reading, all that good stuff. Thank you very much for everybody who's been using that hashtag. Continue to use that hashtag. Yo. We got some new shit coming for y'all. New shit, new shit. Take that, take that. Take that, take that. But right now, today, I want to talk about a little book sent to us by the one Tim Fielder, friend of the show, fan fam himself. Tim Fielder of the famous Diesel Funk Studios. This is their book. Tim Fielder is a Glyph Award winning illustrator, cartoonist, and animator raised in Clarksdale, Missouri. He's the founder of Diesel Funk Studios and has taught at the NY Film Academy and Howard University. H-U. H-U. You know. You know. Word up. And this is his book, Infinitum. He just sent me and Tatiana both copies and a quick, the back cover blurb such that I've not got to read it yet. It's incredible, though, looking. The, the art, art is, is silly. Beautiful presentation. Just, I mean, fire. Look at this like yeah. come on folks yeah tim, is, tim, tim is a great dude he he's supported us for years as well mm-hmm. and and his art is is outstanding yep absolutely outstanding and I'm, I'm actually jealous that i can't like grab that book right now I know. it looks and so I, good yeah and we just got it in the mail yesterday i'll check it out over the weekend and have a full review next week mm-hmm. but the back cover blurb by the one juno diaz says a merciless king is cursed to eternal life and so begins Tim Fielder's extraordinary tale of a black immortal seeking redemption, an epic that takes us from the dawn of civilization to its very end of the earth. Brilliant, bold, beautiful, and deliriously, wondrously black. Infinitum is what happens if the Wakandan book of Genesis and the Afrofuturist book of Revelation decided to have a kid. Nothing you read this year will come close to this amazing book. Mm. That's a hell high of a praise, praise indeed, right there yeah. for Infinitum, which is out now. You can pick it up. You know, if you got a local comic book shop, tell them to order it. If yep. not, you know, hit up Amazon or something like that, or a black-owned bookstore, preferably if mm-hmm. you can. You know, what I mean, get you a copy of this by Infinitum by Tim Fielder. I mean, just beautiful presentation. Just yeah, yeah. shouts Tim, good looking, y'all. Like, yeah, I, I love I, his work. When I opened this box, I was like, oh, whoa. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't disappoint. He doesn't disappoint. I was disappoint. like, oh, oh, that's some fuego right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It reminds me, some of his his work from, I don't know, like six years ago reminds me of things I've seen on Lovecraft Country for um, mm. the Hippolyta episodes. Like, it was mm. pretty much right on the same vibe. So, that Afrofuturist vibe. Yeah, but I mean, like, also, like, the black woman in the in the space suit and all that mm. stuff. It, it, like now that I'm thinking of it, I'm like, oh, that looks damn near identical. So uh the man's work is brilliant, is what I'm trying to say. So um basically. Yeah, so definitely pick that up, Infinitum. Mm-hmm. Also, definitely pick up Nubia Real One by L.L. Mm. McKinney. I know I'm gonna be ordering that. Yep. Uh as uh, I mean, I don't know if you want to say something brief about who Nubia is, Ben I mean. Uh Nubia is the black Wonder Woman, I think L.L. McKinney has done a much better job with her history because yeah, it's kind of checkered past. Checkered past. Oh, and also yeah. shout out Robin Smith, who is the illustrator. 
Yeah, and so this is like a reimagining of Nubia, Nubia as a real one. And I'm excited to see it because if y'all listen for a long time, I've never been a fan of Nubia as a character. I just always thought the whole concept was kind of weird. And you also know, like ran. the Yeah, like the black version of Wonder Woman, you know, I don't know. But... She should be able to, she stands on her own. And I think that's yes. what, what LL is mm-hmm. trying to do with this story. Yep. And a lot of people say that, you know, Nubia is their favorite Wonder Woman. So shout out to y'all. I'm not, you know, different shows for different folks, but I'm definitely going to check this book out because like I said, this is what I needed. Like somebody that really, you know, did deep and really do a real good take on Nubia and not just some white person writing it. <laughs> and as Benami said with uh, Infinitum, make sure you hit up your local comic book shop, bookshop or, or black owned shop. Mm-hmm. Um, we we definitely appreciate when you all do this and let us know like at them on Twitter at mm-hmm. us let us know like we want to see the activity actually happen if you pop up at these places send a picture let us know tag us like we want to keep this going and, and for all you know you're you're helping other people to discover a place they didn't really even know was in their neighborhood so make sure you Word do up. that and also like we say every week make sure you pick up your access guide to the black comic book community 2020 to 2021 you can get this at your local bookstore local comic book store or on amazon anywhere better books are sold and right here if you don't know where your local comic book black owned comic book shop is you can find it right in this book so there you go get you some